What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up and welcome to another episode of the Grindline Podcast. You're listening to episode 154. I am joined tonight by Ryan and Tyler. Happy holidays, everybody. We have just passed Christmas. New Year's is coming up. There's not a lot going on, so this might be a shortened episode, but we wanted to get one in because there is some stuff to talk about the World Juniors, but how are you guys doing tonight before we start? Really? We're really fucking bored episode. <laughs> we had one of those a little bit ago. That's true. It's 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 kind of a lie, though. I uh, Ethan, Brandon, and Pete have now introduced me to the game Sea of Thieves. Oh, you've never oh played God, Sea of Thieves? I, I've never played it until yesterday, and now I want to be a pirate. It's a lot of fun. It's a great game. It was a great time, especially I I, I haven't laughed so hard because Pete was puking for about five minutes straight <laughs> because he ate raw food and was drunk. So for those who are not hip to the video game landscape, Sea of Thieves is a pirate game from Rare. Uh, Rare, best known probably for games like Perfect Dark and Banjo-Kazooie. They made Sea of Thieves, and it is fantastic. If you ever wanted to be a pirate and go on a ship and shoot some stuff and kill some skeletons, Sea of Thieves is Killed a Killed a megalodon game. today. No big deal. Yeah, so that's the thing. Uh, that's I haven't the faced off against people yet, though. That part I'm kind of afraid of. We thought we were going to get flexed on by these two people that showed up. But in fact, they actually just gave us a gift when we killed these yeah. things. No, and most then, of them are not. And they left. I only maybe ever encountered like three or four like super asshole people that would like camp you and approaching continue people, you kill you over talking over if they've got mics. So it's a, it's a great game, though. If you haven't played it, it's a few years old. Actually, it's way more than a few years old now, maybe like five <laughs> years old. But it's a really good game. It's a great game. I'd say it's pretty old. I, I, yeah, it's pretty old now. It's fantastic, though. I didn't think it's I would amazing. actually enjoy it. I was like, it's amazing what Rare can we still playing, do when like, they're not Wait, forced to make connected fitness games for the Xbox. But, uh, Tyler, how are you? <laughs> I don't even know if I want to ask this. Jesus. Well, um, I was doing good until this afternoon. Um but I, I'm not going to go there. I'm just going to say, you know what? I'm glad that Montreal and Tampa Bay have taken the ice and they're on my iPad next to me um, as we're recording and hopefully getting ready to talk about the Red Wings starting at some point. Been watching the World Juniors. It's been fantastic. Canada, obviously the best team probably in the tournament. Finland looks really good as well. Um, but we definitely have some great prospects in the tournament and looking forward to talk about them. And hope everyone had a good Christmas as well. Yeah, so if you hadn't seen the news, uh, Red Wings Islanders for tomorrow, which is probably when this episode will post, has been um, delayed. 
Now there still is supposed to be a game on New Year's Eve. and that there's yeah, New Year's Eve and there hasn't been any word about that yet. So that's uh, generally a big game for them. People like the holiday games to get out and go watch hockey on New Year's Eve. And we'll see what happens there. Over the past week, Lucas Raymond had gone into, is it Raymond and Gagne? Letty. Raymond yeah, and Letty. So still in COVID protocol, Adam Ernie, which he's been in for a while. Mm. Sam Gagne, Lucas Raymond, Joe Valeno, he's been in for a while. Nick Letty and Jordan Osterley. Didn't he play in the so last those- game before? I don't, I think he's out. Valeno? Yeah, I think he's out. This is this is five hours ago from Ansarcon. Oh, okay. so. oh, the con tweet. That's why I didn't see it. Uh, <laughs> George Malik says the same thing. Uh, Red Wings down to eight. Raymond, Letty, Osterly, Gagne, Ned. Though Ned came out today, and Zadina came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Valeno and Ernie. So Valeno is still in. I guess the good news about all this, you know, without getting into anything, is hopefully, you know, with all the players that have already gotten it, hopefully that you know the league can just kind of move on a little bit i know last year they didn't really go into a pause but they did have a situation where there was a ton of people getting it at once so hopefully it seems like if you give it another two weeks the entire league will have it right so and then you've got uh, immunity for about 60 days so that's two months to get stuff together well even look at last year when it was even less known about what's going on and how many guys went into it but then you never saw Mm -hmm. any issues with them pretty much the rest of the season yeah yeah, mm-hmm. but that that can be the fingers crossed hope at this point. So because sure. now watching the Red Wings has me not wanting to watch any hockey right now. Our our hope is that they are all okay. Uh, first and foremost is that they all come out of this okay, and that we get back to playing. And I think I mean a majority of the Red Wings regular roster right now has had COVID. Um, we're still putting Mo Cider inside of a bubble. Other than that, I mean, we're we're pretty much through it. Lucas Raymond is the one that kind of pissed me off a little bit. I'm like, no, not Raymond because of the rookie race, and he's going to miss games. But then it was announced yesterday. Uh, or was it today yeah. that Zegris had so it? evil. So Zegris is Raymond's main competition for the Calder race. Well, Raymond and Sider's main competition for the Calder race has entered COVID protocol. So again, we hope that everyone is okay. We hope there are no more Marco Rossi incidents or no more. Was it, who was it? Stalock? There were players, a couple players were announced here. Well, Risto last year, but there were a couple players this year. Like I think we said Stalock's missing the whole season because of complications from COVID. And then Marco Rossi had some kind of heart issues. Uh, He had to get He's playing in Switzerland, isn't he? Or is he in the AHL with the Iowa Wild? He might be in the AHL, but we hope all of our players are are going to be good coming out of this. And then, like Ryan said, if everyone on our team gets it, then we won't have any issues for, for a while. So uh, that's what we've got going on now. So get better to all those people. But like I said, our game against the Isles for tomorrow has been delayed. Uh, we will see where that goes. But there are two games on tonight. We've got Montreal and Tampa. And then who the Sharks play Arizona? Is that who else plays? Uh, sure. Uh, I thought there was three games. Did one get? I think there is postponed. Three. L.A. and Vegas, San Jose and, and Arizona at ten thirty. Okay. Both of those are. So at there's 10:30. two more games on tonight. Nope. So hockey is officially back after the break, which is nice. It's nice to watch some hockey. Um, it's also nice to watch. I don't know who I want to win this Montreal Tampa game because I hate both of them. So should six nothing Canada. Jesus. Let's say Montreal. Let's say Montreal because... They did just tie it. Actually, no. You, you know what? Fuck it. Let's say Tampa. 
because Tampa will end up being on top anyways, and we'll keep Montreal on the bottom. That'll work. And Canada's up six nothing now, by the way. Yeah. Oh, holy lord. Bedard just. Well, got I guess we'll get trick. into that then. The kid's nuts. Biz on spit and chicklets called that today. I was listening to the podcast. He's like, "Well, he goes Bedard and and um, Shane Wright aren't going to uh, didn't do much in the first game, and I bet you Shane Wright, you know, plays a great game the next one. Well, there you go, hat trick." 16 years no, old. No, Bedard got a hat Oh, trick. that's what I meant. I'm sorry, Bedard. Yeah, I always get those. Power had one last night, didn't he? Uh, in the first game on Sunday, yes. We'll go into the World Juniors. Uh, we do have prospects there, eight. Eight prospects the World Juniors, which is the second most in the league. Carolina has the most with 10. Mm-hmm. Um, but right now, if we take a look, I mean, our standout is far and away Simon Edvinson. Yeah. It's just not even fair. That poke check shorty was cool. Three points in two games, like Ryan just referred to. He had a shorthanded goal. He has been playing stout defense. He does not care who is standing in front of him. He is going around them. He's very aggressive. Yeah, he's a very aggressive defenseman. Um, He likes to take more of the offensive side where he, he doesn't need the forwards to break in. He will break in and and go for the opportunity. and. And he has been playing against men and Lars, uh, one of the guys we follow on Twitter, yep. has pointed out that a lot of the stuff he's doing now in the juniors uh, tournament, he does against men in the SHL the same. Yep. So uh, he also said that he thinks that Edmondson may develop to be better than Cider eventually. <laughs> if Edmondson is better than Cider, then what what are we even well doing? i remember like, watching one of the videos uh after the draft i think it was um of one of these dudes that i follow on uh youtube i'm a big youtube guy i like to watch youtube and uh the guy was basically saying well edvinson could either just be one of those big like defensemen that, that can skate and, and is good offensively but sucks defensively and he can also be very inconsistent at times. But if he's going, if he's able to put that consistency together and get better defensively, he's going to be a force to be reckoned with. And that's what he's become. He's become a force to be reckoned with. And hopefully, you know, at the NHL level, he can pick his spots when to be aggressive. Because I did notice he got caught a couple of times in the game uh, against Slovakia. I think it was last night. Um, but I mean, overall, I mean, the kid skates like the wind. And I mean, if you could, you could bring Edvinson in and him and Cider are either on the same D pair or are on separate D pairs. I think you're, you're in really good shape if you're the Red Wings. I think your ideal scenario is they're, they're on their first and second line and you don't care who's on which. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we've learned with Cider, you can give him Danny DeKaiser. And he, he does absolutely and fine. Justin Oster, they can carry the weight. That's the thing is that they can carry the weight of a not great partner. And it's not just because they're big because they can, it's the, no. it's the skating and the smarts with the puck. It's the overall skill that they have. Yeah. It's, it's the, and the IQ. If you look forward though, if that's a good thing, because if those guys can carry lesser players, what's going to end up happening is those guys are going to take up a lot of your cap space and so, yep. you know, playing with a younger guy or, or a veteran that's making not a lot of money and he's not very not, like not as good as someone that you could, you know, draft and develop. I mean, that is just exactly what you're looking for, really. I mean, Toronto screwed it up when it comes to developing defensemen around Morgan Riley. They kind of paid Morgan Riley and everyone else kind of sucked where um, hopefully <laughs> the wings can have two stout defensemen and then guys that are a little bit lesser and they could still carry them. 
Well, sure. I mean, you've got, say, you've got uh, Edvinson 22 minutes a night. You've got Cider 22 minutes a night. There's 44 minutes right there where you've got uh, possibly elite level defensemen on the ice. And then you've got fill in guys that are still good, like a Gustav Lindstrom. Gustav Lindstrom is still a good player. Now, does playing with someone like Edvinson, say your second pair is Edvinson Lindstrom, I'm fine with that, yep. right? Mm-hmm. And your top pair, I mean, say they, uh, your top pair then becomes maybe you, you've got Letty and you keep Letty another year and you put them with Cider. Or you, your second pair is Edvinson Hironic. But you haven't even talked about like, Hironic yet. You could throw him in there. Now, the, the only problem with that is uh, I, I, I'd be okay with that, actually. Hironic's gotten better defensively this year, I feel like. He's not as aggressive and kind of, you know, carefree as he has been, I think. He's made, he's made a couple gaffes that really stand out in terms of turning the puck over in deep, but I think he's finally settling in on his own. And he put him with an, a high-skilled guy like him. We know he, how he looks with, yep. with Cider. They look great together on the power play mm-hmm. when they've actually been out there. So if you put him with Edvinson and get that opposite hand on there, what do you got to lose? And, and Tyler, back to your original comment, is the knock on Edvinson and why some people had him high on their draft boards and some people had them low had him lower was that could he put his game together? That was the big question. Yeah, it was the big question was could he put his game together? And some people were more skeptical of it than others. And it looks, I mean, as of right now and how he went into this SHL season is that he can put the game together. And that is, it's what he has been able to do now is just leaps and bounds better than what he was doing last year, at least more consistent than what he was doing last year. Also, of course, Um, but it's uh, Steve Eisman needed to draft a guy that actually sounded Swedish instead of Lucas Raymond. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, we'll go into the next Swede who sounds Swedish, which is Theodore Niederbach, who oh my is God. at the tournament. I know. Uh, who is also had some beautiful plays, has two goals Man, in two shot games. Quick. He's playing with Edvinson. He's a smaller guy. Uh, they hope he turns into maybe a third line center in the NHL who could flex up into maybe the second line. But but he's playing very well. Like. Ryan said he's quick. His hands are fast. He's got a great shot. And I think the the knock on him again is he needs to get bigger. He needs to get stronger. He's not the biggest guy. He can get knocked off the puck. But he seems to be responsible. And he just, right, at least right now, seems to have a, a really good knack for, for finding the net. Seeing how he's coming around this tournament, he's kind of picking up right where he left off over there as well in the SHL. I mean... I think he's he's been a little more. Has he been more sheltered? And I mean, a lot of the stuff that we see is from Soderblom, and he's too obviously too yep. old for the tournament this year. So I can't remember what's uh, how's. Do you know offhand what his ice time has been so, like this year, Niederbach? Ice time for him, I, I think he's getting third line, third or fourth line minutes. He has six points in twenty eight games, two goals, four assists for Furlunda. Yep. But as we learned about Forlunda with Lucas Raymond, is they're that all about the shelter. They shelter younger mm-hmm. players. Uh, yeah, they do don't give them a ton of ice overseas. time. Yeah, they don't give them a lot of ice time. They don't give them a lot of opportunity. At least on the uh, forward because side, because they favor vet. Put it that sure. way. It's the, on the forward side in particular, yeah. because we know what Cider and yeah. Edmondson are doing. They they are the freaks of nature. Yeah. Well, the other thing that helps guys like Soderblom is that he's a mm-hmm. winger, as to where Niederbach is a center. Uh, I, or at least I thought he was playing center. It, Hockey DB has him listed as a right wing, um, but I believe he was drafted as a center. 
So he right now, I mean, if you look at last season, last season, he played between Forlunda and Moto. For Forlunda last year, he played 20 games and had five points. He's got six and 28 right now. Uh, the bigger thing, I think, was that last season, he was a minus five overall. And again, don't like plus minus. But this season in 28 games, he's a plus one. So he may, based on that, he may have improved his defensive game. He may be more responsible. Uh, but right now, what it looks like is, as of recently and even in the tournament, his his scoring and his playmaking is going up. So but they need to see. That's what we're looking for in a theater and eater back. I like it. We need guys, and that's one of the things we need to improve going forward is our bottom mm-hmm. six. If we can have production from our bottom six, that's going to help our team. It'll alleviate some of the pressure from guys like Larkin, guys like Raymond, to not have to worry about carrying the team every night, even though they probably could uh, not have to worry about it. And when you free up guys like that, it's less pressure. And they they just feel the game more. Like Larkin right now is on a heater. He's on a tear. And he could just carry the team. That's fine. When they don't have to, it's even easier for them to produce. Yeah, I think uh, Niederbach uh, has surprised a lot of people. I think a lot of people thought, you know, he was, um, he was. I mean, they thought he was going to be a good player, but I don't, I don't think people quite thought that he would be this good. I mean, I know he's playing, what, on the second line for the Swedes, so he's not obviously that top line forward, but, I mean, he's scoring. I mean, what, has he got two goals now in the tournament? Two goals in two games, And he looked yeah. good. That's the other thing, too. He looks good. I think the, the one goal he scored yesterday was a power play goal. Um, and, or maybe that was the first game, but he's, he's looked really good. And Edvinson has been fantastic. There's been pretty much every prospect that the wings have put in this tournament besides Kosa has been fantastic. So. Yeah, we'll get to Kosa. Um, before Kosa, I want to get to Donovan Sobrango, who's just a great story. Every time they post him, it's just, he grew up, uh, his mom was a single mom raising him, put him in hockey. His dad is a, a uh, very good soccer player, uh, played for the Cuban national team. But Donovan chose hockey. His mom put him through hockey as a single mom, taught him everything he knows. And he's just, I mean, it's all he talks about every time they interview him is just he's doing it for his mom. And it's a great story. But Donovan Zabrango has a goal. He's looked good defensively. When I had um, Brandon and Ethan on, Brandon had raved about Donovan Zabrango, how He's just kind of this grit and sandpaper kid who's who has improved his game uh, leaps and bounds over the past few years. And it just seems like he's just, I mean, a really solid defenseman. Um, and it was just awesome. I mean, it's a really good story that he made Team Canada in the first place. And then even better that he looks like, I mean, he looks like he belongs. Like he's a solid, just a solid addition to the team. I mean, I, I keep forgetting the fact that he's only 19. Yeah. Yeah, because he played with the Griffins last mm-hmm. season. And he's there again this year. And they were talking about it when he got that goal. Was it whatever day they played? Tyler, you just said it a little bit ago. Sunday. Uh, it was a few days ago. Ferraro made the point. And he's like, that's his first goal all year. And then he's like, no, it's actually his first goal in two years. I was just like, oh, okay. Okay. Good for him. <laughs> but no, that's huge. He's playing great. That he threw. Oh, and mm. that first game was just unbelievable. It was ridiculous. And I just it, saw as we started recording, Max said he had another huge stretch pass. That was a beauty. So we'll have to look for that one as well. Well, for all the Xavier Willettes and um, um, 
Ryan Sproles, we get a Donovan Sabrango. So we'll take I that. hope so. <laughs> and that goal by Sabrango was his has been his only shot on net this tournament so far. Wow. So one goal on one shot, he's shooting a hundred percent, which is phenomenal for the kid. Uh, but it's just a really good story. And again, like we said, you could bring in a, a Donovan Sabrango to play with with someone like Simon Edvinson or or Mo Sider. And you've got uh, probably a cheap defenseman because he's not going to be a huge score at the NHL level. He'll probably be known more for his gritty defensive plays, but you could bring in and pair some someone like that with your who are going to be considered it in the future your star players. And not have to worry about some of their shortcomings because the other guys make up for what they can't do. Like we said, they can carry the they can carry the pair, but it helps if the the other partner on the pair has, I mean, at least a decent level of skill. No, they're they're in a much better spot than we've been able to have the last several how many years now. And Tyler, you just named some people that we are ghosts that we never want to see or hear from again. So if, uh, if this trend continues and we get performances from Sobrango, the gritty nature, we know how the goal that he had, I was just actually watching replay. It was a quick wrister and he yep. blew it right by the, the Chech goalie. Um, Chech, 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 Chechia. Is that what they're going by? But you can still call them the Czechs. Is the country. The Czechs. I know. I, Czech, I started to Czech say Czech is what they are. said Chech. Czechia. Czechia is what they yes. are. Czechs. Czechs are what the players are called. Yet the country is still called the Czech Republic. <laughs> Anyways. But yeah. Sure. But, uh, but no, he, I mean, he's, he's a smart heads up guy. And if he can actually become something, he becomes your middle pair guy or even a third pair guy, but is, can skate well and aggressive. Yep. You're not going to lose with that. And you've been, you've been seeing that so far from him in this tournament. If he's making big plays when you don't really expect it to come from them. What I said about um, for every Ryan Sproul and Xavier Ouellette uh, that plays for Team Canada, you get a Donovan Sabrango. Well, that's what happens when you have Steve Eisenman running it beside yeah. uh, other than um, Ken Holland. So, I mean, that's just a credit to Steve Eisenman, but not just Steve Eisenman. The scouting staff and everybody else that has been doing all this work in this rebuild for the last, what, three years now, that's a credit to those guys. And they're starting to find guys that, I mean, maybe you thought were good, but maybe not this good. You know what I mean? And so we'll just see what happens. And it's going to be fantastic to see over the next couple of years, uh, which players that are drafted lower than the second round or the first round, um, you know, turn out to be good players and impact players at that. But Tyler, maybe Eiserman can bring back Adam Almquist. No, well, maybe Adam Almquist. <laughs> Adam Almquist right now, he played two games for Detroit and had one goal. Yeah, I remember I remember Mick's call of that, or I mean Ken's call of that goal too. He was screaming like at the top of his lungs, like back the, the old Ken <laughs> Daniels that screamed about every single goal. So 30-year-old Adam Almquist right now plays for Minsk Dynamo in the KHL. And in 37 games has 22 points, uh, three goals and 19 assists, which is actually good. Like that's, those are good numbers for a 30 year old defenseman. Um, but he has not seen the NHL since the two games he played for Detroit in 20. Oh, don't worry. 14. He'll be back with Tampa Bay next year. Oh Lord. <laughs> Tampa's going to have to do something because they're going to have to figure out their cap situation 
And they're going to have to dump cap and grab some cheap players. So maybe they'll grab someone like an Adam Almquist because they're, they're going to have some uh, Adam money Almquist, Nigel Dawes, who's ripping up the KHL. Oh, Lord. Yeah, just grab all the KHL. Play, grab all the non-Russian KHL players who don't really have a problem coming back over here. But I think the biggest and I guess the worry so far, and not for me, I don't, I, I don't put any stock into the future of players based on it. International tournament doesn't make any sense. But Sebastian Kosa, uh, in the preliminary games, like the warm ups, gave up a bad goal. Was it to Russia? Gave up just a like a soft goal. And then basically, uh, Garand got the rest of the starts, and Kosa has not been dressed yet. Uh, and this is second night in a row where he hasn't been dressed. And they, Max had put up earlier that he wasn't dressed. Ryan had responded to it. Basically that uh, Scott Wheeler said that they've got two 19-year-olds, which uh, he didn't see that Kosa was 19 again. But Grant had already started previously in the tournament. This is Kosa's first and only year there because he's not, uh, he wasn't invited last year and he's 19. He'll age out next year. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't look like he's going to get any starts. Man, it could be premature to think that, but it's not looking good. They've got a back-to-back uh, coming up, so they could dress him for it, but they've said it's probably unlikely. The thing is, though, that people started overreacting, and that's, I mean, it's natural to do some overreaction, but I would not put any stock in what Kosa is going to become yeah. based on him not being dressed in an international tournament. Now, to make matters worse, uh, Jesper Wallstedt has looked fucking phenomenal. Uh, he had a shutout. He's only let in like like two or three goals out of something like 60 shots total, 70 shots total. So it's that makes it look worse. But again, Team Canada in the World Juniors has never been known for their coaching decisions. So... I wouldn't freak out. I mean, he's played pretty good in the WHL and, and everywhere else he's been. So I, I don't know why people are freaking out. I I guess, you know, people just freak out about every little drop of a hat when it comes to prospects. So I understand it. But at the same time, it's like it's a world junior tournament. Yeah, it's big for development. But for goalies, I mean, it's different anyways, because the development um, situation and the way the process works and development is so much different than anything else. So uh, I really yeah. wouldn't read into it too much. To be no, he's I mean, Askarov, Askarov's had a couple terrible uh, tournaments. Yeah. He has and, not looked good. And he's a good goalie and he's, he's probably one of the best goalie prospects since Carey price. And so I, and I guarantee you, he ends up being a good NHL goalie just because he's had a couple rough goes in the um, world juniors. I, I really wouldn't read into it too much. Really. It goes back to the whole thing that even the best goalies have bad games. They let in soft goals. It's just, it happens. You get some elite goaltenders have a game where they let in five goals on 10 shots. It happens. And what makes it worse, I think, is that now he's not, if, if he doesn't get a start, like how do you put any more evaluation into it? You can't. If they started him and in and in 15 shots, he let in five goals, then okay. Then maybe I can put a little bit more stock into it. But if he lets in one bad goal in a game that doesn't count and then they never start him, you can take absolutely nothing away from it because every goal he lets in bad goals. It just happened. Good med. And yeah, sure. 
And I listened to uh, recently art on red and white authority has an interview up with Kosa and the guy just exudes confidence. That's his thing. It's he is, he's a goalie that chirps his own players during practice. It's what he does. And we, we moved up to take before. him. Yeah, we moved up to take him. I mean, Steve Eiserman has, I think, a pretty good record in drafting goalies, so I'm not going to question it. And I'm, again, putting zero stock into to him not being dressed in an international tournament. Now, will I put stock into the way Edvinson plays and into the way people like Niederbach play? Sure, because Niederbach was not a high-drafted prospect. And he's performing exceedingly well. Same with Donovan Sobrango, not a super high drafted prospect, performing above his potential. But with goalies, I think it's a little harder simply because if they don't dress, they get no more experience and no more viewing. But they're also kind of a player that doesn't really fully develop until they're 24 years old. I'm not really worried about it. I was looking at Vero, see if he had any points so far. He's kind of getting, oh, he's no. getting deep. I pulled up the whole yeah, list. He's got nothing crazy going on. Emil Vero is the other one. He's playing for Team Finland. Team Finland has the three top uh, point leaders on, in the entire tournament, and Brad Lambert, Daniel Helnius, and Vili Koivinen. That Helnius kid can skate like the wind. It's ridiculous. And he's what, six, six? Five points, four points, and four points. The six foot six, 214 pounds. Holy, Holy shit. And he skates like he's, you know, 5'10. He's a forward? Mm hmm. How old is, is he? 17? Has he been drafted? I think he's drafted by Florida. Well, if he's 17, I think he might be 18 drafted. and drafted by the Panthers. Let's see. Samuel Henry's. Kings, of course. He's, he's LA. in the LA Kings. 59 overall. Wow. He might be the best player in the tournament. That's uh, who's the best player in the tournament right now, Greg? Uh, I would say probably Bedard, right? Well, he did just uh, so tie fine. a record that the last time it happened was by Gretzky. So, who's that, Ryan? Who's that? Is that good? Don't recall that the good? name. Um, yeah, he's not Mister Hockey, so I don't know what it is. <laughs> what's his? What's his first? I don't know. What's his first name? I've got to have Google. No, no, yeah. <laughs> uh, but right now, Samuel Hellenius in the Liga. Uh, he plays for. Oh God, JYPHT. Just, just say JYP. That's what they call. It. No, no. JYP is the first part of the name. Space H T space Javaskla, and not he has uh, six points in twenty-seven games. You know, it's funny. He was born in Dallas because his dad played the NHL. Is his dad? Uh, is his dad Sammy? Yeah. Yes. And then um, also Brad Lambert is fantastic player too. I think he's draft eligible this year. Is he? And he is also on that team, Finland. Uh, Brad Lambert is this year. Oh. Yeah, Brad Lambert is this year. Oh, exactly. Actually, Brad Canada Lambert better bench their goalie. Their dude just gave up a terrible role. Wait, who did? Uh, Canada. Team they Canada. Austria score. Now, Brad Lambert, Brad Lambert, Tyler, is on the same team as uh, Hellenius, he and he has six, six points in 24 games, two goals and four assists. But they're just tearing up the tournament. And that's the thing is, like, how much stock do you put into the into performances in the tournament. It's cool to see. And it's fun to watch. Not a lot, but enough. Enough for the skaters, but not really for the goalies. Because this is kind of a showcase for I them, I think right? it kind of depends. I mean, Spencer Knight stole the show for Team USA last year at the World Juniors. And then you've had other goalies like uh, John Gibson um, in 2013. And, you know, so like 
there's been really good players that have that have gone on to have really good careers in the in the NHL from this tournament. But I mean, and look at Cole Caulfield last year. Um, Caulfield, Zegras, Raymond only had five points in five games. Yeah, he wasn't he wasn't much to write home about for Sweden last year. But I mean, you put a little bit of stock into it, I guess, if they do well, and then if they don't do well, it's not the end of the world. Um, but you know, it is good to see them do well in that tournament, or at least you know, show up. I guess is the better way to put it. I don't know. I guess that's more of a question for a scout. What it comes down to, I think, is that it's just it's a lot of fun to watch. And it's it's good to watch the kids actually go out there and do something. But again, it's against other kids. So it's all up to how well they fare against men. And that's where you got to look at it. And then projecting it forward. Because like you said, there are kids playing that are 16, 17 years old that won't be drafted for uh, until a few years from now. And how their David was extremely fun to watch in that tournament. Well, McDavid is a, a hockey god, and that's kind of besides the point. But so those are our, our kind of the guys we're watching in the tournament, uh, how the Red Wings prospects are doing. I think that was it. Uh, Bednar also had a really good game. He had some Bednash. He doesn't want to be called Bednash. He wants to be called Bednar. This was why is a, Gord Miller. Why is Gord Miller calling him Bednash? I don't then? know. He had an interview. It's, he wants to be called Bednar. Okay, so, that makes sense. So he he had some fantastic saves. There were some highlight reel saves from him. And again, if our goalie pipeline just keeps evolving, so be it. And if we need to trade goalie prospects, so be it. You can't play them all. You can't pay them all. So that's where we're going with the World Junior Tournament and uh, the guys that are overperforming or performing very well in the tournament so far. Before we get into it, I have to read our sponsor message from DraftKings. Hockey fans, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has a no-brainer offer that'll make you a winner once any shot gets past the goalie. New customers can bet just $1 on any NHL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores. The NHL got red of ties in 2005, so you know someone is going to light the lamp. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, no worries. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Hockey Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code THPN, throw down $1 on any NHL game, and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. That's promo code THPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, Pennsylvania only, new customers only, minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required, one per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. I think the last thing I want to touch before we sign off, did you guys see the EA Sports NHL 22 Team of the Year? No. And how fucking stupid it is? Forwards kind of make sense. So uh, the forwards for the Team of the Year, Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl, Nathan McKinnon, Austin Matthews, mm. Alexander Barkov, Brad Marchand, Gabriel Landeskog, Kirill Kaprizov, Artemi Panarin, Alex Ovechkin, Miko Rantanen, Mitch Marner, Mark Stone, David Pasternak, and Nikita Kucherov. Hasn't Mitch Marner been hurt? I don't think so. Marner? Ish. But uh, Nikita Kucherov's hurt, right? Yeah. Yeah, not playing. He's almost back. But no. Is he? Is he almost yeah, back? He's, actually, he's been skating yeah. in practice. I'm, I'm mentioned to take him off LTIR. So... Mm. Lucas Raymond's not on there. Fine. Whatever. There's a lot of really good forwards on that list. Defenseman is where it gets a little shaky. So I would say right now, Mo Sider, one of the better defensemen in the league currently. Yep. 
Uh, so here's the defenseman. They have Victor Hedman, okay, Shea Theodore, Alec Martinez, Darnell Nurse, Roman Yossi, Kale McCarr, Adam Fox, Chris Letang, Tyson Berry, and Jeff Petrie. Jeff Petrie is on the EA NHL 22 team of the year. And think about who we're talking about, though. Are you really that surprised? Jeff I mean, Petrie. I, Tyson I Berry. have no problem with Jeff Petrie. He's a great defenseman. But not in that category. Not with Kale McCarr and those guys. Roman Yossi. I mean, come on. Tyson Berry. Great. Tyson Berry. Come on. Tyson Berry's a good offensive defenseman. That's about it. He goes straight Canadian with the bout right there. What? No. You just went. You just went straight Canadian with say about <laughs> about. Uh, uh, did he? Did he a boot? Did he a boot? Ryan. Yeah, he went straight a boot. I don't say a boot. You you went full on Canadian right there. You got really fired up. Uh, okay, but most cider deserves to be on this list. He does. Absolutely, I agree. Absolutely deserves. Goaltenders is even more hilarious. Uh, number one, Philip Grubauer, who has been absolute ass this season. It did that on purpose just to get a Seattle player there. Number two, Connor Hellebuck. What's funny is they've got Grubauer's picture is in his abs jersey. Uh, Connor God. Hellebuck, Jack Campbell, Jacob Markstrom, and Vassy. So I saw people that are Leafs fans getting Jack Campbell jerseys for Christmas and shit. I'm like, and get, what, are you, what are you people doing? And getting like real happy about it. But who were who guys that were ahead of uh, Cider again on this list? Uh, Hedman, okay, Theodore, one. Alec Martinez, Darnell Nurse. Martinez has been hurt for who knows how long. Darnell Nurse, Roman Yossi. Oh, slow down, slow down, slow down, slow down. Darnell yep. Nurse, okay, keep going. Yossi. Yossi, okay. Makar. That makes sense. Okay. Yep. Fox. Yeah, he's great. Latang. Okay. Wow, okay. <laughs> Tyson Berry. Eh. Eh. Okay. And Jeff Petrie. Uh, uh, four of those names are the top four in scoring for defensemen right now. The rest okay. of those names, none of them are above most cider. Sure. And so and it's listening for list defense garbage. Should I use scoring as, as the, as the leverage point? No, but I Probably am not. Chris Letang is the closest. He's one point behind Mo, but the rest of these guys half of them aren't even on this freaking list. Like what, what are they doing? That's uh, Tyson Berry's down here. There he is <laughs> down, down here. Points. That's like, I just, I don't understand. Uh, whatever. They've got like a learn more section. He'll be there. He'll be there soon enough. Their explanation, I guess is it says, after naming an initial list of nominees, EA Sports selects six players, one at each position, that they think were the best in the league over the last calendar year. So I think they're also adding in last so part, not even part of last year. Yeah, well, Jeff Petrie Come was on. fantastic for the Canadians last year. So. All right, if that's the case, then okay, that I can say that that would make sense then. But then don't call it the NHL 22 team of the year. It says, uh, then each uh, team of the year winner receives a hut item that matches their highest rating all year. Will only be available in packs from December 31st to January 7th. But I guess I just don't understand. I don't understand how you discredit this entire first portion of the season. If you're going to introduce something during a season, make it only about that season. Yeah, I agree. Because that makes zero sense. Like, okay, I get it. If you're going to go for the entire year, though, you're starting in January of 
2021 up until now. And what you got like January, February, March, three, it was a weird season, three months worth until the playoffs. And you're going to judge that going forward up until now, who Jeff Petrie has been ass almost this entire season. Uh, same with guy, like you've got Chris Letang on there. Wasn't Letang injured? Like what's happening? Yeah. Why, why Tang might be one of the most overrated players in the last like fucking six years in the NHL. He's, he's maintained, he had health issues have really set him back. Yeah, but he's never been like a, like a lockdown, like number one defenseman, Drew Doughty, uh, Shea Weber type of defense. No, but he's not, been not a not scoring I machine. I think that's the difference, though. Look at the teams he's been yeah. on, though. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. so my question is. Uh, when do we get NHL 2K and when does EA lose the license? Never. I want it in the Fox Sports version one. Get Fox track back in that game. Can we get an option next year to turn on Laser Puck, Ryan? I think this. I think this NHL has been one of the best NHLs. It is on the good. new yeah. system. But that doesn't yep. mean that they know shit about hockey. Uh, they just know how to make a game that's based on hockey. But it's made in Canada. Woohoo! <laughs> like okay, <laughs> good for them. Uh, uh, Vancouver, by the way, is it EA Vancouver that makes it? Oh, uh, see, they're just bitter all the time. That's why. Yep. But there's a bunch of people on here that are like, would like to have Larkin on here. I can understand why Larkin's not on it. They just put a bunch of really, really high scoring forwards. Well, they should have had it so it's like after the season was over. Here's it should have been at the beginning of this season. From the beginning of the season until now, and that's mm-hmm. your team of the year. Don't include the playoffs plus the last less than a quarter no. of a season. That doesn't make any sense. Uh, someone else says this is gross. Cooch played what two games? Also, I think we forgot a key on defense, and they put a picture of cider. So <laughs> someone else is blind. Someone else says, "Why would Marner be there?" Uh, and so there's a lot of uh, hate, hate on there. For, for their list. And I think they get that a lot. EA gets a lot of what the fuck are you doing? Because you have no idea what you're talking about. They need to just shut the fuck up and put the game out and stop. Tyler says, with all this make bullshit. your game and shut up. <laughs> yeah, the, I, I don't need to see these teams of the year and all this other garbage. Just put my international players in there like they did. Yep. Put the world juniors in there like they did. Yep. Leave the, the NHL like uh, hockey, not hot. Uh, EASHL alone, it's been fine. Then just shut up. I don't need to see any tweets. I don't need to see the simulations of the World Juniors or anything else. Just stop. Oh, God. This is your general announcement that Tyler is not in marketing. Yeah, Tyler hates (laughs) EA but loves their product. I love NHL, whatever year it is from EA Sports. I fucking hate EA Sports. Most well, people do. That's a general. You say segment. that now, but you've got NCAA football coming back, Tyler. Oh, yeah, Tyler. Yeah, I know. You better I, shut I don't up. care how bad that game is. <laughs> Tyler will play the shit out of it. It, even it wasn't a year that ever. that game wasn't better than Madden. So it could have uh, NFL Blitz for Nintendo 64 graphics, and Tyler will well, still apparently, play. Uh, apparently, uh, NCAA football is going to have uh, last this year's Madden engine. So that should be interesting. This year, uh, I don't remember the engine they're playing off uh, of right from- now. Is it frostbite? No. Frostbite. Oh, well, the frostbite's yeah, making it it's on all of the games. 
Yeah, no, it's not Frostbite. It's the one that's on FIFA now. I forget what the fuck it's called. And Frostbite. they had to take it off because it was so bad. That's what that's what NHL's on now. Yeah, yeah NHL's on Frostbite. But but what people don't realize is NHL, the people that make NHL, like Sean Ram Jag Singh and those guys, their crew is like 60-something people. Yep. Where the people that are making like FIFA, there's like 750 yeah. people making it. Because it's Madden's their most popular game. Madden's on Frostbite. What are you talking about? I thought Madden was on something. Maybe it's FIFA that that's on something else now. They're on something else. I'm, I'm pretty I'm like sure they're no. They're sure. all on Frostbite. Maybe I mean, there's a different version. The of reason Frostbite. there's more people out of FIFA yeah, Frostbite is, three is because the rest of go. the world cares about soccer. That's why. So and not us. No, I could give a <laughs> shit less about yeah, soccer. The biggest thing was getting them all over to Frostbite because of the realism and the movement. Yep. And yep. that they've been NHL's, as far as like gameplay and stuff, this NHL is about as fun and about, I've had about as much fun playing this NHL as I have uh, probably since 09. 09 was like my favorite game. So I think um, 14 was good. 14 was very good. Uh, 15 was very good. Uh, and then it kind of went downhill again. And, my request uh, is that they fix again. the fucking soundtrack. Because yeah. that's never happened. It is just let, let us put our fucking own music in the game. Let now. me Bring play that Spotify over it. I'll just play my Spotify yep. playlist. It, you can put your Spotify playlist over it. You know? Can I? No I fucking way. That. No, I you did can not. Run your Spotify that. app on your Xbox while you're playing your game. Yes. Does the the audio overlays? You can mix it Good, a yeah. little bit. Ooh. All right. I'm gonna play. You my, didn't uh, know that. You of all people didn't I know, know you could do I that. I worked for Microsoft, and I should probably know that, but. The, Tyler, I think to your point, they they're teasing a new uh, gaming engine, but it hasn't come out yet because of COVID. Because <laughs> FIFA, or, or I'm looking at I'm looking at FIFA right now. Yeah, at the stick the frostbite stick to the frostbite engine for FIFA 21 is and 22 because of co- the COVID outbreak. They'll they'll use the new they use the new engine on FIFA for a few reasons. One is going to be to make it look nice. Two is going to be even if there are bugs a billion fucking people are still going to buy it and not give a shit. So yep. they can get it out in a bazillion hands, let them beta test it and then come back, fix their engine and then put it in the new games. Are that's you hard. thinking of Ignite? No, it's no Ignite. That's the, the last one. That's the old yeah. one. Sorry. yeah, no frostbite's their newest engine so far. So uh, that's what we've got going on for tonight. I really don't have anything else. Is there anything guys wanted to bring up? I'm still kind of pissed that they canceled the women's tournament. Uh, they yeah, don't, that's bullshit. They don't care about women's hockey, and it's really, really sad. Have you know you see that all the uh, international teams are now speaking out on it? Oh, of course they are, because it's and bullshit. you see some of the comments, the bullshit comments from the, the IIHF president too. Oh, and, sure. Um, so one thing I will say, it's money driven. I've uh, never huh? been one to watch women's hockey. I mean, I do watch the Olympics and stuff. But that doesn't mean I'm one of these assholes on Twitter saying, oh, no one cares about women's hockey. It's not about who cares about women's hockey. It's about letting those fucking women showcase their talent and let them fucking play. You know who cares about women's hockey? Little girls that want to play hockey. Yeah, yeah. Girls whose dream it is to play hockey, who grew up watching hockey and want to play. You want to grow a sport? Showcase it for the kids. Especially internationally. The only reason they play the all-star game is for the what I don't understand to me is like the IHF is is very um, when it comes to making these decisions. It's like, okay, 
instead of instead of postponing, we're going to cancel. That's the first thing. Oh, we're going to cancel. We're going to shut down the United well, States team because they had two positives. It's like, come on. Well, man. it's worse Let because the fucking players play. It's supposed to come right as the men's tournament ends, and yeah. yet they're saying no, we can't do it. So what changes in those two days? Nothing. 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 Why don't play it's it? Bullshit. It's bullshit. Because they, they don't want to do it in the first place. They're, they're saying the reason why they're not doing it uh, is because, or they're not postponing it and moving it is because of in the Swedish uh, hockey league or whatever, where it was going to be, the rinks are going to be taken up. So then Find move it to North America. Move it to Russia. Move it to the U.S. Like yeah, that. move it wherever. Move it wherever. Let the girls play. Uh, I mean, Arizona. Again, hey, Arizona's not going to be using their arena. Right. The Sweden, the Sweden <laughs> thing is bullshit if they can't play it there because they're playing a tournament. Aren't they playing there right now in a tournament? I just look at the way I look at it. It's like I'm not a, a fan of women's hockey. I was so happy when they won the Olympic gold. I thought that was awesome. It was a great game that they, they've 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 gotten much better. My sister played hockey, so I'm not against women playing the game. I, I think it's great. I think everybody should have the chance to play the game. I love the game. I grew up playing the game. But in terms of like saying they shouldn't play because they're women. No, no, they should be able to play just as the men should be able to play just as the United States team that, that had two positive tests should be able to play with the, the negative players. Why do we have these protocols in place? If, if they're not going to quote unquote work, it's like, come on, let's, let's adapt. Let's adjust for the women's thing. It's about money. Yep. They don't think there will be the advertising or whatever there for it. But again, move it, move it somewhere, yeah, move it, reschedule move it, it somewhere. for a few months out. Just you need to give them the time of day and you're acting like they don't exist or like that. They don't matter. They're not no. going to cancel the men's tournament because the men's tournament makes them money with Even advertising with dollars. capacity. Sure. Makes them TV advertising dollars. That's the big thing. Not going to make the NHL money, though. That's why they just no. postponed all the Canadian games. It's all money motivated. And it's a shame because there are girls out there that want to play hockey. There are girls yeah. out there that they watch the team. There are kids that will watch it and say, man, I wish I could do that. And that's how you grow a game. Now, granted. Yeah, I remember. Um, I think, God, this must have been. So what? Pyeongchang was 2018. So it was summer 2018, I believe it was. I was at Fenway Park, and I think it was, I think it was Megan Duggan that was there throwing out the first pitch, and they announced Megan Duggan, a couple other of the women that were from the that United States Olympic women's team, um, and they had their gold medals, and they were throwing out the first pitch. Hillary Knight there. Uh, Hillary Knight wasn't there. She's not from here. It was well, like the girls that are from like New England area, okay. and they're throwing out the first pitch, and um, you know they're getting to announce their name and stuff. And oh my God, the, the ovation that these these women got was unbelievable. It's like a lot of people watched the United States women because the NHL didn't go to Pyeongchang in 2018, right? So, um, you know, a lot of eyes were on them and they deserve to play as much as these women now deserve to play as well. well they, I mean, they're playing in the Olympics. I think that's kind of a... yeah. That's a different point. But th that's the other thing. It's like you're going to let them go all the way over to China but you're not going to let them go to Sweden and, and let the, you're going to cancel the junior their junior tournament, right? It's the U18 yeah. tournament. It's yeah. U18. Yeah. U18. Cause the women, the women's Canadian U S game, they just canceled their last two because they're actually I getting ready that. to go to China. Yeah. My, my issue is, is that and it's, 
it is only made worse by the assholes online that are like, oh, D3, D3 boys teams could beat the women's team. I'm like, that's bullshit. Uh, I'm pretty sure the U.S. women's national team could beat a couple of the NHL teams. Uh, it's my thing is that it's, you can't call it a terrible product because they don't watch it. They don't watch it. They just say, oh, it's women's sports. It's awful. There are a lot of very, very, very talented women. And it yeah, is. I'm, it I'm not going to go that watch. far. There are a ton of talented women and, and it's getting more talented. Um, yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, I see it just firsthand, just going to the rinks and seeing these women, uh, these girls, U18 and all that. They're fantastic hockey players. It's 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 a darn shame that they can't play. And it, and it, you know what? It's not just that. It's a darn shame of what's going on Tyler, uh, across are, sports. Why are you saying darn? I don't know. You said fuck like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> it's a fucking crying shame of what's happening. It's in a sports. goddamn We're, crime. We need to get these games in. So figure the figure the protocols out. Do what you got to do. And let's let's get these games on TV for people to watch. Let the That's women all. play. Let We're the women do... play. Let the men play. Let everybody play. Let's go. Have you were all thoughts. over the place. Go, Ryan. <laughs> I've gotten none. Bring back hockey. Already Ryan 33. Bring hockey back. Is that That's yours, a, is that a, Was that a plug? Was that a, no. a sponsor? <laughs> yeah, we got a discount code, 12% off. Use uh, Grindline at Bring Hockey Back. No, my final thoughts are just, um, you know, hopefully the United States can can uh, bounce back and play tomorrow against Sweden because that's a big game for them. Yep. Um, Hopefully uh, we can get the Red Wings back uh, sooner rather than later because I actually think that the first game back will end up being that Boston game after New Year's. I, I feel like that for some reason that's going to be uh, a game that will end up being back. And I think Boston's pretty much through their protocols. My girlfriend showed me that they were practicing already. So um, I think that most of their guys that were big have gotten it already. And so I think that might be the first game. Although what's that Saturday? What's the what's the New Year's Eve game? That's Friday, right? Uh, Friday uh, is New Year's Eve. Yeah. Against who? That is going to be against the Caps. The Caps. Yeah. Yep. Caps. Okay. Yeah, that's right. I was going to go to that game. Yeah. So um, they they could play that game. I remember the Caps had some guys on the list and stuff. So I don't know. Hopefully we can just get the wings back and and hopefully you know they can settle back into the way they were playing because. And before the break, they were playing some pretty good hockey from what I can remember. I mean, obviously, that Carolina loss was tough. But anyways, I'm rambling on here. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at SealDog91. Uh, the other thing we didn't talk about real quick, and this will be my final thoughts, are bringing back taxi squads uh, kind Ooh, of yeah. in an over. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, they were changed a little bit. The they could like the players you put on your taxi squad ha- can't be like NHL regulars in the past so many games, and they can't be making over a million dollars a season. So there's some rules around there. So it looks like they're going to try to get some stuff in um, and with taxi squads. So if players come down, they don't really have to postpone games anymore because they're already going to have to make them up during a lot of them up during the break. Um, but yeah. that is coming back. Taxi squads are coming back. I guess they're also working on protocols. Yep. They're talking about it. It's an evolving situation. Uh, another update is now Bedard has four goals and it's eight to one Canada. Oh, so. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a lot. He's got half the goals. So uh, you can follow me online at Bringing the Wing. You nine to one. Is it really <laughs> nine to one now? Yep. Holy lord! Who? Scored? I just saw it was seven to one. Uh, they just scored again. I got an alert. Bedard has four goals. Yeah, we. That's what I just said. 
McTavish just scored again. That's like, oh man. Listen, I, I like I said, if Lucas Raymond Mason, was there, Mason. If Lucas Raymond was there, we'd be insane right now. No, that's just me swooning over McTavish because I still wish Detroit could have drafted him. Uh, yeah, but I mean, I'll watching take what Ed, him. I'll take what Edvinson's doing. I know right. that guy I know. came out of the womb with a beard. Dude, his hair is fantastic, <laughs> man. You can follow me online at Bringing the Wing. You can follow Grindline Podcast online at Grindline Pod. Uh, you can use the promo code Grindline at Howie's Hockey Tape to get 10% off your order. You can use that same promo code at Bring Hockey Back, like I had mentioned, to get 12% off your order. We'd love to give a shout out to the Hockey Podcast Network at Hockey Podnet on Twitter for hosting us and spreading our podcast around to everyone. We would also like to shout out our merch shop. If you go to redbubble.com and search the grind line, we have a bunch of cool Red Wing shirts and designs there uh, that you can put on a bunch of different stuff and order from. If you're looking at any last minute holiday gifts, maybe you forgot someone, uh, go on there, grab a Everybody Loves Lucas Raymond shirt and go ahead and uh, send that off to them. I'd also like to give a shout out to Vintage Detroit, who is the only source you should go to for hockey jerseys. They also do baseball and other stuff. Yeah, Red Wings jersey. Detroit, any jersey. You can ship them into them too. So if you are a out-of-town fan or even an overseas fan, you can ship your stuff in. They will work on it and get it back to you. Um, But that's going to do it for us tonight. So for Ryan and Tyler, I am Greg. You stay classy, Hockey Town.